Hey, hey, hey! Hey, We're live, Jeremy. This is episode number 12. A good dozen. Boom! Dozen episodes. Have you caught up on your sleep? Have you caught up on your sleep? We lost an hour this week. I know. Uh, maybe. I was a little bit sick earlier today. No, not today. This week. And so I uh, did some NyQuil sleeping. I think that helped me catch up with sleeping. So I've been uh, sort of like a bachelor this week, and um, I I can't when I'm by myself I have a tendency to just sleep and sleep and sleep. So I've been coming into wake work late this week, but I think I'm caught up on my on my um, my sleep from the the losing the hour over the weekend. Sunday was rough. Sunday was rough. It's true, but I do like that it's light out way longer. Like when we leave work, it's still light out. That's amazing. That is the benefit of it. I was right? noting also that pretty soon while we're doing the show, it's going to be light out. I know, and then maybe I can broadcast from my porch. Oh, that's a good idea. A I think bo- we, should, we should definitely get together and do some sort of uh, show together or whatever. A live show? We should, yes. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's try to plan on Maybe we could do a special. Should do a special. And we've still never had any guests. No, and I have so many guests lined up that I just haven't... I haven't finalized. I don't have so many, but I have several, I suppose. Well, so many and several are the same to me. <laughs> Maybe like four. We'll have to figure out the format on it. Are they just going to be for the whole show? Or are they just going to come on and talk about something? We have to decide what. I that think they should be. do whatever they want to do. Yeah, good idea. Let's just get let's leave let's leave our show up to what they want to do, the whims of them. It's the best way to do it. Yeah. I mean, we just fly by the seat of our pants. Why not just let some random person that we know come on and run the show? Who cares? Woo. Yeah. How, how it should be done. Yeah. Well, my it's funny. My friend, um, they have a podcast on... Um, actually, it's released every Thursday. I sent you the link. It's called the Prodigal Sons Podcast. And one of the... the um, the guests, One of the, the hosts of the show, it's a three, three-person crew, his wife had a, a child. So he's off the show for, um, I guess, I don't know, four episodes, five, I have no idea, eight episodes, two months, I guess, maybe. And they brought in a guest host, like a guest replacement. Uh, yeah. And the replacement they brought in, another old friend of mine, um, Leonard Chikarison, and he dominated the show. He, it was like his show. <laughs> and, and he's he's going to, pretty soon he's going to kick the other guy off. I, well, that's the thing, is that he he is he is a sort of like a, I guess, a a figure in, in the world of comics or wrestling and stuff. So he has like 2,000 followers on Twitter, far more than any of the, probably that show plus any of the other hosts combined. Um, so yeah, he ran over the show, and my other... The, the other guy that was there, so it was just two of them talking, and the one guy just didn't say anything for the entire... I like how uh, the one who has the followers is still the only one you mentioned their name. Uh, because he has a fake name, and I don't want to give... I don't know... If oh, uh, I, don't know I thought if... it was just like, the other ones aren't famous at all. <laughs> well, I don't want... Not even mentionable. I don't want to give their names out, because I don't know if that's appropriate or not, because I don't know if they, they give their full names. It's a, it's a good call. So... My, uh, my real name's not Jeremy, by the way, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's my stage name. Yeah. I, I'm, I live in... I, I have pen names and pen names of pen names, so just don't even try to find me because you'll never know who I am. <laughs> right. If you find someone, it's someone else. It's not me. So, um, anyway, I, let's just get right into it. Jeremy, how was your week? What did you do? My week was all right. As I had mentioned, I was a little bit sick at the beginning, but that was over pretty quickly. 
And um, I finally have my computer hardwired now, so we won't have any mishaps like last week. It should be full bandwidth the whole time. Yeah, I'm but, very, um, I'm very excited. They say people say you're not a, a true uh, Google veteran, like YouTube veteran, until you have technical mishaps. Seriously. Yeah. Well, now I'm, it doesn't show. So how much more veteran can you get? I mean, before thir- besides thirteen or more, I guess. Well, that would be Baker's dozen. Next week is the Baker's dozen. Nice. Yeah. So uh, uh, I'm looking on the notes here. Printing wood. What's that about? Yeah. So. Uh, there is a thing so you can print wood with 3D printers now. I was surprised about. So, like, you get just a different filament, and so you can print just straight-up wood stuff. I guess technically it's, like, 60% wood or something, and then it's, like, a resin-type thing, so it makes particle board kind of situation. Oh, it's like a... Somewhere board. between uh, cardboard and wood, I guess. But it looks like wood, and it, it behaves like wood. Interesting. That's cool. I think it should be cool. Oh, also, I bought fresherimparlance.com. So that, that'll be set up that pretty is soon. A... And we should um, be hosting our um, MP3s as uh, podcasts as well. So that... then you can link to all of our YouTube videos and get the podcast if you want to subscribe and just listen. I mean, watching is much better, especially if you're watching live. But. Watching live is the optimal experience because you could chime in right now if someone's watching, which no one is. But if you do uh, next week when you watch this uh, on YouTube, check us out live and you can and you can send us uh, comments and questions and we'll answer them on air. I, by the way, so that other podcast I was talking about, they they called out um, they called out our our podcast multiple times or whatever this is, Hangout. It's and a show. It's a show and a live uh, show. And they, he came on. He said that he he called it a guest um, a guest appearance on our show um, because he he came in and was typing in some questions while you were having technical difficulties rescuing me from my. It was still a group. It was a. It can't just blame it on me only. I'm not blaming you. You just very squarely did. No, I blame the internet. All right, I blame the internet too. Yeah, I said you had problems and you left. But the problems right. were not derived by anything you did in particular. <laughs> anyway, so fresherparlance.com, that is exciting. That's the biggest news of the show. Forget everything else. We just end it there. Except for that uh, it still has nothing on it. Well, right, but, so, it, it, you know. You know, there's that. Small seeds grow into big trees. Actually, I haven't even checked. Is it probably some sort of... Oh, yeah, okay, sweet. It just doesn't work. It was, like, one of the dumb GoDaddy parked pages, but... Got it. That's the worst. It's not that. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so are you hide, hardwired today, or what? What? Did you get hardwired in? Or are you? Yeah, I mentioned that. Were you oh. even listening? I was listening, but I think I was reading at the same time, and I didn't Jeez. listen. Yeah, sorry. So how about uh, on the parlance side of the world? Uh, more books? Okay. More books? So I finished reading this, um, I would call it a futuristic cyber thriller. Well, that's a lot of adjectives. It's called Damon, D-A-E-M-O-N. Uh, I think uh, something Suarez, Daniel Suarez, I think might be the author's name. I could be mauling that. Um, anyway, it, so this was a... this. What I like about this story is that it was a self-published um, book that got... And he was printing it out on his on his own, and then he got a, he got a lot of cred in the... 
I don't know if it's the hacker world or the technical world because he did a lot of research um, in computer computer sciences so that when he was talking about the uh, a lot of the things that were happening in the book, they were very specific and correct, I guess, uh, that people... Nice. What year yeah. was it uh, printed or released or whatever? I think maybe 2000. It's very... It, maybe two, three years. You know, oh, nice. So it should be, like, pretty recent. It's pretty recent. So the, the story goes like this, is that a... Spoiler alert! Uh, yeah, well, I'm not going to spoil anything, but uh, I'll, maybe I should spoil, but I'm not going to. The um, the basic premise is this, is that um, a it's about a, a video game designer who's built the ultimate in kind of like AI, like yeah. in these games, has... Uh, has Did he use an online network like the Xbox One Azure? No, no, he did not use... Because no. that's oh. what they use that for, is the AIs. No, but good segue. Just give me a second, and then you can go into that. Um, the he di- he dies. It's actually sort of like that, and he creates what they call a daemon. Yeah. Um, which lives in. He downloads everything into the uh, his, his these plans or whatever into a computer, and it it goes through the uh, all the networks across the 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 world. And there's and you can't just kill one because if you kill one, wait. Kill so one. is this him or is this like something it's, he made? No, he's it's something he made. He dies. He's oh, dead. so it basically is him because he made it. Right. And that's the idea, right? The idea is that he lives on, but he his whole thing is to be like a, a changing agent for society. <clears throat> and he starts to manipulate and recruit, and because he's like all powerful and everything runs on computers, he starts blackmailing companies, stealing money murdering people, um, and then, you know, it, it follows and framing people, um, and it's, it, it starts diving into, it gets a little bit more complex. Uh, Did you read Foundation series? I don't remember. I think I talked about it before. Uh, yes, I know it's one of your favorite uh, novels, and I've, I've read the first book and a half, I think. Well, there was a super extensive thing, exactly what you're talking about, throughout... Uh, at least in a couple of the books, with uh, Voltaire and um, someone else, are basically AIs that take over all the computers or whatever. So was that the first foundation that was on the, the book, the first book, Voltaire? I don't think it was the first book. It was probably later in the series, but I think it was multiple books that that, like, continued. Okay, so I've only read, like, book one. Not any of the prequels, if there was prequels, but, like, book There's one. only one prequel. Yeah, so I didn't start in the prequel. I just read Foundation, and I believe the second book's called Second Foundation. Probably. And I'm, like, a little bit through that. I have to, It's a hard... I have a physical copy of the book, like, all three of them in one. And yeah. It's, it's a physical copy, so I sometimes I take it with me when I'm traveling, and when, if I get to it, I get to it. Um, but you I should think, put that on your thing, dude. It's all right. Awesome. All right, all right. All right. Okay. Jeez. So, anyway, so Damon, though. So Damon, that's cool. I finished it. It's just, there is a sequel which is not available in our public library for download. So I have to figure Jerks. out what, what I'm going to do for the book too because it's I a am, bracket. He just did that to make you buy it. No, it's the King County Library System has to. Our library system, you know, buys them. It has it in audio book. What about the Seattle Library? Oh, maybe I don't know. I didn't look. I know King County usually has better stuff, is what people say. Um, and so I recommend it. I think it's good. 
Um, moving on, uh, Marvel Unlimited. So last week I was pretty jazzed. Remember I said I was jazzed? I know, with the series, I mean with the app for 99 cents. Yeah, so I had some, you know, I decided to donate an evening uh, to uh, checking out the, 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 the uh, essentially the iPad app and the, the comics in there. And the first... The first time I opened it up, it, it just displayed the entire book. So both cover, like both pages like this, just on the screen. And there was no ability to zoom. Yeah, that seems like way too small. So it was very difficult for me. So I was like, eh, screw that. I, I'm, whatever, I don't want to deal with that. But then the, the app updated and it says, now enhanced, da, 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 da. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So they made an improvement. That was fast, you know, just in time for to take advantage of like all of the the new customers they probably got for stuff by stuff. I know, it was probably huge. Yeah, so I went in there, and the first... I read a four-part series on... Do you know who Thanos is? I don't. Well, either did I, but I read it anyway, and it, he was the Infinity Gauntlet dude, um, and it was like his backstory. It was written like maybe 2012, 2013-ish. I read oh, that. Wow, that's really recent. Yeah, it's very recent. So I read that. It was very good. And then I was like, oh, you know, that movie is coming out, the next Marvel movie. Um, oh, Jesus. I, I'm trying to remember that the... It's with the guy from... Jesus Christ. I don't, I don't say that word. Just but, Christ? Uh, yeah, just Christ. No, um... <laughs> Other Jesuses are fine. Yeah. Uh, the... Uh, no, that show with your favorite female actress that you think is beautiful. Oh, uh... Her that got her yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, I name. Her boyfriend. <laughs> Aubrey her boy, Plaza. Her boyfriend, whatever his name is, Chris something. Oh my I have God. no idea. Anyway, there's a new Marvel movie coming out this summer. Uh, I believe in August, and it's the name escapes me. And it, the fact that I can't remember this is terrible. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna read that. That's gonna be you know that just came out in 2008. So I'm gonna read like the, if they had like the first 30 issues or something. Yeah. So I was like, I'll read that. So I start reading the first one. Not really much of a problem. So they they created a a, a new thing, which was like it it just like isolated frames. So you slide and so it zooms in and it just zoom move move. And if there's a bigger thing, it'll go like this and then. Make oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So it was really easy to use. Then I get to issue two. And the way that it frames it, it cuts off everything. Every like the if there's dialogue. Oh, that's upper, retarded. It cuts it off. So I'm like, this is terrible. So I then played with the settings. I haven't gone back in. I think there's another setting you can get rid of Smart View. I think that's what they call it, Smart View. Uh, um, so right now, I'm liking the content. I'm liking the price point. I'm in. I'm like on the fence about the reading experience, which is pretty much the biggest part of it. Now I wonder if on PC it's better. I don't know. Um, but on my iPad, it's like it's it's hit or miss with that Smart View, and I haven't gone back in to play with them. They might have just like opened it up so they can basically like test it, get a bunch of users and then uh, like really get the interface down and then they'll charge more later. Uh, well, they're definitely going to charge more. It's going to be if I don't stop it, it's going to be 9.99 a month. A month? Yeah. Uh, but if I do like it, I'm going to I'll just upgrade. It's $65 a year. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is much cheaper. Could you, um, is it possible to read all their content, or is it too much? There's like 15,000 books on there, but I think of those 15,000, I don't think you're going to read all the, I think maybe a thousand or two would be, they're constantly updating, they put like, you know, all the books that they've added to the thing every every week, 
they, they, um, they update like from uh, historic ones or just new stuff? Both, both new and old. That's cool. Yeah, so I think it's a process of actually scanning the books in and stuff. So, but the thing you don't get is you know at the remember the old comic books on the back would have like the the lady with the headset call now and it had all the weird things you could call and and yeah the headset hotties. I don't know what that is. What is that? <laughs> there's a there's a whole thing, uh, a really good site, because there's always like you know the little thing with like call customer service or whatever, and it's usually some sort of chick or something or like some sort of you know really helpful, nice looking person. So there's just a side site called Headset Hotties that like lists all of the ones and like rates them at like <laughs> how those little helpful people are. It's pretty that, funny. That is pretty funny. But this one was more like you sell knickknacks or something and get points and then you can exchange those points in for like a cassette player or I don't know, a whoopee cushion, stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, it's you basically know, like uh, tickets at an arcade. Kind of, yeah, exactly. So uh, you kind of lose the charm of the old comic book feel, and but they do include the letters to the editor, but that's it. So like all of the advertisements or whatever that was in there, like if in you know the late. I always like the ones like make your own helicopter or make your own hovercraft. Or like Candelicious, remember that candy, Candelicious, <laughs> like stuff like that where you see old like candies and you, like it brings you back. But whatever, that's okay. It doesn't have. I think that's enough. probably one of my favorite parts of watching old TV-recorded VHSs is the commercials, because they're ridiculous. I, I love old commercials. But, I mean, oh. usually people just would have erased them out or, like, something, or, like, pause it, or... I think it's cool to leave the commercials in. I agree. I, I When I'm watching TV for the first time... But it's so... I, I don't like watching commercials now, because I feel it's a waste of my time. But if yeah. I'm watching a program that's recorded on VHS from, like, 1987, then, yeah, I'll... I'll I'll stay tuned for the commercials because that in itself is entertainment. I know, seriously. But I feel like the ones now probably will be in like 10 years anyways. Correct, but I'll watch them 10 years from now. (laughs) So uh, so let's move on. Uh, Let's get right into the the topics of the week. Did you watch... Interesting topics. Yeah, did you watch the two Between Two Ferns with Barack Obama? I did, with the president. Yeah, what'd you think? I mean, it was okay. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it was all right. I thought it was kind of lame, but, you know, I'm glad that it got attention or whatever. So the two things that I liked was when um, Zach Galifian was like, what's it like to be the last black president? (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty brutal. (laughs) It was pretty brutal. And the right wing jumped on that, like, as if it was a... um, Kind of like a truth statement, like, like <laughs> as in like he was prognosticating the future. Um, <laughs> on between two ferns. Yeah, right. I really like the um the Justin Bieber one. I know you've mentioned that a number of times. Uh, yeah, that one's that's my favorite one of those. Oh, hold on, keep talking about Obama one. Uh, oh, yeah, I I mean it was a. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. It was okay. How about when he pushes the button and the black curtain falls down? Oh yeah, and like yeah, and it's like you've been filming here the whole time. <laughs> Anyway, I thought it seems like it was more, like usually it seems more brutal and like, because it's supposed to seem totally unrehearsed and like a horrible show, but that one was like, not as much of that feeling because of course they had to plan it out more. Well, yeah, because the president's not going to go on there. I still, I felt like it was, it skirted close to the edge of, of, um, of edgy, but it stayed safely in, in the in the non-edgy. Yeah, area. I think I mean that's the. Because I don't know, like... <laughs> but 
the president would never do the thing. You know what I'm saying? The president would never. Yeah, be I mean, involved. he still threw out some weird questions or whatever, which is his thing. But I don't know. I mean, it was. They said that that was the most, the largest traffic driver to healthcare.gov ever or something. Right, which is, which is great. Then it worked. Yeah, no, it totally worked. It's just, yeah. So let's move right on to the next topic. I give it a thumbs up. I think it was, I thought Obama... Well, yeah, no, I think it was good. Yeah. I mean, overall, I think it was a good thing, but, like, I'm probably not going to rewatch it. No, but maybe ten years from now you'll watch it and you'll be like, "That's oh, true, maybe." Oh. Um, so when Obama <laughs> was probably the last black president, or, you know, so, um, Cosmos, we talked about it last week. I said I was excited. Yeah, no, I mean, I thought I wasn't that excited for it, but it was better than I thought. And also, I've never watched the old ones, so I mean, there's not really. So I didn't mention this on the thing because I waited for this segment. On Sunday, uh, you know, I did run some errands, but the, I believe it was National Geographic or Nat Geo or whatever, was running a marathon of the original Cosmos leading into... Oh, yeah. Leading into the 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 HD, whatever, the, the new one with... Yeah. The, yeah. And I watched a lot of it. And I love, I still was like, ah, it's so great. He's almost hypnotic the way he... I know. Started. I think that, I mean, the... What's his name? Degrassi or whatever. Neil Tyson. Yeah, he he's really cool, but I think that um, Sagan is way better. Carl Sagan <laughs> is well, he was definitely cooler dressed and had better hair. I mean, he just he just like was more he was more captivating. Uh, yeah, but let's talk about the impact you felt for episode one. Did you enjoy it? Did it exceed? I did. It was way like knowing exactly what was going to be in it. I feel like the execution was way better than I expected, and uh. The cartoon things were weird. I mean, it's crazy. It's totally like uh, Seth MacFarlane and stuff, but it seemed maybe like that. But um, I don't know if I was a fan of the ship. I did not. I was going to say that's the one thing I didn't like. The it ship. just looks like the Return of the Navigator or Flight of the Navigator ship. It's amazing. Except for, like, not as cool or something. It's just not cool at all. There's nothing cool about that ship. And they uh, talked about uh, during the thing, like... Uh, Seth MacFarlane totally, like, he's like, we got to have the ship, it's perfect for stuff. And then they had some sort of spacecraft spacecraft designer guy for other movies make it and stuff. I don't know. Uh, well, if they put time into it, I hope it wasn't too much time because that would be a, a terrible criticism of their work because it's, yeah. just, it's just literally a sliver of metal with a glass ball yeah. in the middle of it. I mean, it's, I mean, I guess it's cool, but I don't know. It's just not that cool. <laughs> So it was directed by Brandon Braga, who yeah. is known for his sci-fi uh, career. He wrote a bunch of episodes of Star Trek, and I believe he was on 24 for a bit. Uh, he, he's, but he's a sci-fi guy. So it was yeah. interesting to see that he was involved with it, as, long, as, as well as Seth, Seth MacFarlane, which I felt was like this weird like uh, combination of, of funny people and sci-fi and science. It's, and then like the fact that it's, it's kind of rooted in the history of science. I don't know. It's it's just weird to me. But... I know. It is a weird... I like... The, oh, the other thing that I thought was good about it, because uh, reading the preview or whatever, I thought it was going to be... They're talking about all the religion stuff or whatever and, like, trying to be more science-y. But I thought that they did a pretty good job at being, to some extent, neutral and, like, not totally being anti-religion or whatever because they still said the stuff that they didn't know for sure. Like, I mean, they're like, we don't know where life came from to start or whatever. You know what I mean? 
Right, so they use... I feel like that that was like a give, like, because it's just saying, yeah, we don't know stuff. That's like the whole point of it, you know what I mean? So there's one mention of, of evolution in the entire show, that first episode. Yeah. And I know this because in Oklahoma, a local affiliate mistakenly yeah. ran a promo, 30-second promo, in the middle of the show right at that precise moment when he said evolution. Really? Yeah, to censor it. It was a mistake, but it was a censor. <laughs> so, That's crazy. But wait, why would they want to... I mean, just because they don't believe it or something? They don't want to even have it heard? They don't even want to have it heard. They're censoring it. That's weird. Yeah. But um, what I thought was dumb about the commercials... Did you see that watch ad? Which one? Like, the one where it was basically, like, the world with, like, gears and stuff, and no. everything, the whole world was gears and whatever, and then it ended, like, flipping over, and it was the planets going, and then, like, it was the, it was an Omega watch, so it was, like, the most precise machine watch in the world or whatever, but they were totally playing on that it was, like, a science thing. I don't know, it was just super dumb for a watch. I uh, See, that's the thing. They, that's a contextual ad. There's times when people, like, for instance... Um, I just watched The Voice with my my wife just a moment ago, and you know we normally fast forward through the ads, but um, Shakira is a, a, a host of that sh- or whatever a judge on that show, and she there was like a I don't know Cover Girl I don't know whatever one of those Maybelline I don't know Shakira, yeah. Shakira ads she was the spokesperson they ran it during that show because obviously it resonates with that demographic or the person who's watching the show is going to be more interested in a show that someone's watching. So for me to see someone well, playing on the themes of Cosmos with for a watch ad, I get it may seem schmaltzy to you, but contextually at least it makes sense. No, I mean, I guess my point more than being... It's just that, like, the ad got my attention because, like, they really went into the whole science thing and then they flip it over and, like, be like, it's for a watch. It's like in the Super Bowl. I feel like there were so many car ads in the Super Bowl and a lot of them... You know, they started out, like, like really deep or whatever, and they had some sort of really big message, and it was, like, a good ad. But then, like, someone drives up in a car, and it's, like, a BMW ad. And, like, it's, like, out of nowhere, you know? Right. It's, like, they, they, they hired someone to make this, like, really good advertisement, and the, but it didn't really matter what the product was, and they just throw the product in at the end. Sounds about right. That sounds about right. So uh, we have a viewer hopping in and out. They're out Woo! right now. Oh, there they are. Tell If you've watched The Cosmos... And you're one of our viewers right now. We do have the Q&A enabled. You could let us know what you thought of... Oh, yeah, I better, I better turn that on so I can see. The Cosmos, yeah. So um, I wanted to... this. By the way, I have big news. I mean, I've been following this story very closely. Which story? The Malaysian Airlines missing flight. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been watching it on breakingnews.com. So I am obsessed, mildly obsessed with it. It is. It's a crazy thing. It's totally, like, lost. Okay, so I I just... I, I, what's your, do you have a theory on it, or are you just passively observing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, this whole thing... Like, at first they were saying the engine was doing the beacon, but it's actually a satellite beacon thing. That's but, com- um, that, that, that essentially... All right, so let's do the timeline. I'm going to do the timeline for the people who haven't... Who, if they're living in some other planet... Um, yeah. So here's the timeline. On Friday evening, they say, "Oh, this flight is 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 gone missing." 
And yeah, it's weird that like it just went off radar. So two two hours into the flight, a transponder. The plane is like thirty five thousand feet up in the air. Transponder goes off, and that's it. That's the yeah. last they heard of it. Then, I mean, like that can't really happen. Like, it, like. Well, it can't if someone turns it off. Yeah, but I mean, like, it has to be, like, user... There's so many back things that it can't... You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Right, so... It has to be a person doing it, basically. So all weekend, things, you know, here or there, there, people are speculating, you know, where did it go? They set out search parties. We have, like, unprecedented uh, kind of... uh, Vietnam, Malaysia, and China are all... um, like part of this whole uh, kind of triage of looking for this of this plane, and then it comes out that there's pa- they're like, oh, there's an Italian citizen, an Austrian citizen. Then it turns out those passports were stolen. Oh yeah, I know the stolen passports. I forgot about that. Then so they're they're like, okay, so who are they? Oh, it turns out to be Iranians. Oh my God, are they terrorists? Did this happen? What's going on? Turns yeah. out that they were asylum seekers. Okay, so what's that next? Who knows? Then. They still can't find the plane. Expanding the search, expanding the search. Then two days ago or yesterday, China is like, "Oh, hold up, we got some satellite images of this <laughs> yeah. piece of debris." Right? So they're like, yeah. "And this was from Sunday." And it, by the way, they pixelated it. So well, they're satellites. They're not that uh, accurate. I've heard that they actually purposely pixelated it. So anyway, yeah. so now they they. All the boats go back to that spot on, from our Sunday where they, the Chinese satellite had the picture of this three pieces of debris. They're like, people are like, there ain't nothing there. What, what do you want? There's nothing here. Like, so, and then the Chinese are like, oh, we're sorry. We, I'm sorry. We made a mistake. We shouldn't have released that. What the <laughs> hell was – yeah, why would they – what is going on? I know. On? That's crazy. So my thing is – so I have a theory about that, but we'll, 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 we'll go back to that. So then yeah. – they, they prove that's wrong, and they're like, okay, now, then this morning, I wake up, I come in, to, I, and I see someone's like, you got to read this Wall Street Journal article, dude. So I turn on, I go to Wall Street Journal, and there's a freaking article that says, oh, the plane made a turn, for sure. Rolls-Royce had a special satellite beacon that sent information to the satellite w- about the engine. Yeah. And the engine was running four hours after the transponder stopped working. And then, so, and there, so there's speculation, oh, we may have picked it up on radar. So now the U.S. is like, okay, we have this information. We're sending a, uh, a, a ship way west of where, where this should be, near the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Like, and then, so, I've, so now that's where we stand. The plane is gone. They have no so, idea. Actually, there's an update since then. What's that? Uh, if you reread that article about the Rolls-Royce transmitter, they edited it so it's actually not an engine transmitter. That was just totally wrong. And it's a satellite transmitter in the airplane, not in the engine. That is, It's a beacon for uh, like just checking in. And so it's not actually reporting any information. It's just reporting... It's like basically the transponder saying, I'm ready to be turned on. Like this is, you know, it's, a, it's like a ping to the satellite from the airplane. So they can triangulate from the satellite signals where it's going, and it has, like, you know, stuff like that. But it it was totally... I don't know how they got the Rolls-Royce thing, because that was just 100% wrong. And in the article, they say at the bottom, uh, previously we reported that this was the Rolls-Royce thing, but it's not. 
Okay. All right. So, so, so does the ping give them approximation of where the ship, where the plane was going? I guess so because it does it every thirty minutes, and so they can uh, they're tracking the uh, the signals or whatever. But I don't think it actually has any information transmitted about like stuff. They just have to, you know, go off of the like radio direction finding. So as far as I know, are you in the camp that something bad happened? In like massive depressurization, fast depressurization, the guy turned the plane, died, and then the plane just freaking went going and and then crashed in the ocean like five hours later. Or no, I don't think so. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what happens, but I think that it has to be some sort of malicious thing that like they like got the pilot to not do any emergency stuff. They turn off the transponders so they can't be picked up on radar, which I think doesn't make sense either. Like, I thought you could just use radar. Like, I mean, I didn't think you needed to be transmitting to be found on radar. So radar only hits when it hits... So I guess the way radar works is it goes like this? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, still, like, in general, like, they turn off the transponder. You'd think that air traffic control could just... Uh, you know, watch things in the sky. Like, they must have some sort of... With their transponder, it must be something that makes them more radio visible. I think, yeah, it's a persistent beacon on the radar versus, which like, military radar, which I think just uh, gets it occasionally. Well, and then I, that's not radar. Well, I don't... Here's the thing. Maybe they're not sophisticated. This is, you know, these are not, like, first world... I guess they're pseudo-first world country. They're not, like... I mean, it's, like, the second most new Boeing plane, which also has, like, the best safety record. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so it probably isn't. Any, well, anyways, I well, think that on. it has to be intentional. All right, so not found. I'm honing. I'm honing in on this now because I this is this is amazing. Did when you're saying a malicious thing, so you're saying the transponder was turned off and then something happened. Do you think it was a terrorist act, or do you think was it like the pilot just lost it? Because there's been cases where pilots have just like went over the on the deep end and just crashed planes into into rivers and stuff. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't know that. F- I think that it has to be some sort of pre-planned thing because after he could have crashed within within a half hour, easy. And if there was no one flying it, then they, the whole thing is, if anyone was on board who knew anything, they'd turn it back on. Right. So and so, like, there's no way that you could go that long without crashing, without anything breaking, and be intentional. And the ping suggests that nothing broke because it's waiting to turn back on. So, okay, so... So I think that it's being flown somewhere else, probably. I mean, personally, I think it's just like a lost thing, and it's in some sort of maybe other dimension, but still kind of trackable. That that is, by the way, that is bonkers. You think the plane went into another dimension? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. All right. Why not? I'm going to assign some... Let's assign... We have You have 100% to work with here. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to give you three theories, four theories, and you're going to assign percentages of the, what you believe, your personal belief, to those theories. Okay, first theory. Plane just has a massive depressurization. Cabin crew dies. The plane turns because they autopilot whatever and runs out of fuel, crashes into the ocean. Two... That one, I think, is, like, 1%. Two. Terrorist act- action comes in. They turn off the transponder. Plane gets diverted, crashes into the ocean. Well, I don't think it crashed. All right. Well, hold on. 
Three, same situation, landed somewhere. Four, pilot loses his mind, crashes the plane. I'm going to give you five. Five, um, the, uh, oh, I forget. Just go with those four, then. Just go with those Wait, four. Wait, I didn't even get a lost thing. That's the last one, the lost thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one's the last thing, yeah. I mean, the last, basically, the last one is, like, something completely, basically impossible, but somehow happened. I right. guess I'll sum that one up. Right. Something impossible. Like some sort of interdimensional or like Bermuda oh, Triangle type right. yeah, exactly. shift thing. But what percentage are you putting at number five? Uh, 40. 40? Okay. On number five. And only one for something catastrophic. Well, yeah, no. The catastrophic thing, I don't, that, I don't think it's possible. Okay, so you have now you have you have forty you have fifty nine percent to work with for the other remaining. Yeah, so and oh. then I so I don't think it crashed first off. So, so any of them was crashing. You think landing for sure. Well, I mean the forty percent on the other one, they didn't have to land. No, well because it could saying, just be something weird. Oh no 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 no! I'm saying in the remaining percentage, you're just going overwhelmingly with landing. Well, not with, I mean like not crashing like. Fatal, like a crash landing or something. That doesn't count as crashing. Like, people, survivable. Survivable landing, I guess. Okay, all right. So, and what percentage? Let's just go with that. I uh, think that that is, like... The rest of your... Just out of survivable landing in any... Including lost circumstances, I'd say it, I'd give it, like, 80%. That, okay. So you're saying there's an 80% chance right now that people on that plane are alive, or do you think they were murdered? Well, and, like, maybe the ones who... Like, they might have just killed everyone else, and, like, just the ones who wanted to do it did it. Okay. All right. So, all right. But, I mean, I don't know. That's just a... Because, also, if they landed anywhere reasonable, someone with a cell phone would be able to do something. Not... What if they jammed them or took the cell phones away or landed in a place where there was no cell phones? Yeah, you'd have to land in a place where there's no cell phones. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it just seems, like, hard to quiet that many people. Like, something would come out. Unless they just, like, you know, off them all or whatever. But that's, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want to assume that or anything. Well, you're making other assumptions. Why not assume that? I mean, that's, morbid? I mean, I'd like to think that they could survive. <laughs> well, all right. Here's my opinion. I think there is 0% chance that these people are still alive. Really? Zero. Uh, how many days has it been? It's been five days, or no, week, tomorrow. It'll be a week tomorrow. Oh, it's been a week? Oh, yeah, I guess maybe a week. Yeah, the chance of them being... You mean anyone, or just, like, all the passengers? Just all, all the... I mean, I don't think... Everyone even, on the airplane. Everyone on the airplane. You still give it 0% for everyone on the airplane. For everyone on the airplane. I don't think it's zero. I think the plane is at the bottom of the Indian Ocean. Hmm. I don't know how... I don't know. Well, even if that was the case, then someone could have done something on their phone when they were low enough over somewhere in India. They didn't go... I don't think they made it to India. Oh, they didn't make it over any land at all? I think it was just pure water. If you look at the path and where the direction... Also, did that airplane not have... um, I didn't look at the path, by the way. Didn't it have uh, the, like, internet thing? Uh, No, uh, international flights don't have internet. None of them? None of them. Huh. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's just so many things that it could be. I'd like to see what happens, but I'm banging on the lost, lost type scenario. 
Uh, here's the thing. Like, what if it just starts? What if it just comes back and is flying and like lands somewhere? Like, like a hundred years from now? Or yeah, or just at any time. You know what uh, I mean? If that happens, I will give you two dollars. <laughs> two dollars. Yeah, two dollars. You're only two dollars confident. Well, I mean, that's that's a lot of money for me. Two dollars. So if that happens, Jeremy, I will give you two dollars. I don't accept your two dollars. That's an insulting bet. It's not a bet. That's not, there's no bet. No, because there's no bet. I'm just giving you money. Still. Actually, I'll give you a penny per survivor. A penny per survivor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 200, so, it was like 230 or something? Yeah, so $2.37. Wait, um, how did they get back on Lost? Uh, they took a submarine or something? No, I mean, that's how they, did they, they go in on the ship. I don't know. Anyway. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm enamored with this story. I think it has legs. I think it's going to continue to go, but I think they're going to find... I, I think they're going to find to bring the Indian Ocean. I think it's kind of ridiculous that it's, like, more important than the whole uh, uh, Ukraine thing. Oh, there's so much shit going on in the world right now, and all <laughs> yeah. the focus on is, like... I know, and then, like, isn't Venezuela or somewhere like yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, I did want to touch upon one thing. That Chinese spy satellite... Yeah. The... Um, it, I think that was. I think they, they they sent it out there. I think they that was something else. I think they knew what they were showing. I think they knew it wasn't the plane. Yeah. But I think I think maybe it was like a ship or something from one of their enemies or something, and they just wanted to be like, "We got you, bro. <laughs> we got you, bro." Anyway, um, that's oh, pretty but, funny. I don't know if they do that, but I did hear that China was. Um, they're supposed to be like the leaders in the search stuff because pretty much all of the people on the plane were Chinese. Yes. And, like, they're getting a lot of uh, stuff from, like, all the people in Beijing, like, the families and stuff, saying, like, you're not trying hard enough. Right, so let's just throw out some weird image about nothing. I can't imagine they would do that. Okay, let's, we got to get this up. We're moving fast. I want to quickly talk about this. We have to talk about this. I'm putting it on right now. What are we talking about? This right now. Hold on. Let's see if it works. How do I get Oh, it just went to you in a different size. That's kind of cool. Oh, how did that, that, that shouldn't have worked. Okay, well, anyway, we got to talk about the Lindsay Lohan the um, Lindsay Lohan sex list? The sex list, yeah. This oh, is, my gosh. Yeah, okay, first off, I, I just... I love how we're going from Malaysian missing airplane to Lindsay Lohan sex list. That's just the kind of show this is. Yeah, so... and then we, I just want to touch upon it. So, first off, it was written... So, in, in touch, got it. They somehow... She left this in a bar. Okay? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay. I mean, this isn't like an iPhone 5. Jeez. But the funniest thing... Is, oh, is that her handwriting? That's her handwriting, and also she wrote it on a categories game. Piece. <laughs> I know. I was just about to say, like, what is the numbering from? It's a categories game piece. I, I tried to get the picture up there, but it didn't work. So, um, so there was some there was some uh, names on here, like surprising names, like Joaquin Phoenix, or uh, well, we knew Wilder Valmarama, but Heath Ledger, um. Did you see when she was on, uh, I think it was uh, Conan, or when she's on talk shows, basically. She was either on Conan or um, Jimmy Fallon. I think she's a good uh, guest, because everyone just clowns on her, but she's, like, okay with it. Yeah, she plays with it. No, so I'm going to read some of these names. Zach Efron, Justin Timberlake, Colin Farrell, Heath Ledger, James Franco, Adam Levine. I like there's so much surprise in each one. Are there, it's Adam the, Levine? James Franco? Well, could there any be two? I mean, 
I know, it's crazy. Between, I mean, James Franco and Adam Levine, those are like the polar opposites of dudes. <laughs> um, she's a, she is, and there's a bunch of names like blurred off here. Which yeah, not, like must be the, the civilians. Or are they just, you know, movie executives? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Because she's like banging movie executives to get roles. Is it more than half? I mean, I'm looking at it. How many are there per column? So it looks like there's 12 per column here. Oh, yeah, so then it is about half that's blurred out. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 are blurred. That's a lot. Yeah, so anyway, I just, first off, I can't believe this is real. If it is if it is real, good for her, man. She's boning her way through Hollywood. Good for her. It's all just, like, the, the circumstance of getting the list is ridiculous, though. I agree, but it says the handwriting checks out based on... Do, the, do they say, like, that it explicitly says that's what the list is about? It says Lindsay Lohan's fuck list. But, I mean, like, how do they... Does it say that at the top, or what? Or is I'm, it just a list of people? I don't know. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait for the next issue of In Touch to come out to get some more details. Man, I wish I was friends with her so I could just ask. Right. Well, it'd be cooler if you were on the list blurred out. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean... I'm not. <laughs> How do you know you're not on? The, I don't. You could be on that list. I know it's a secret. I didn't want to get it. You know, that's why I had him blur it. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Let's. I mean, no. We gotta go. To, we gotta go to review roulette. We've gone long. We haven't even touched upon about. I know. I think we should. We should. We need some more topics, though. I mean, right. we we can go over. All right. So you want to? Well, can we, should we talk about? Wait. Let me see if this works here. There's a. That, I mean, that guy right there. Talk about that guy. Uh, it's not showing. Oh, oh yeah, there it is, there it is. Oh, uh, that guy right there? That guy's oh, man, that guy's intense. That guy is gross. So yeah. anyway, so he he came out, he's like, I have the world's biggest biceps. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta show, I, I, that's disgusting. With implants, though? I mean, like, how does he put his arms down? That's well, ridiculous. <laughs> that's the thing. He, he, that uh, looks so impractical. So apparently he injects his body with alcohol or something. Like, all the time? Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I, I just don't know why you would want to do that. I don't know I why know. you want to do that. So anyway... People. Hold on, let's see what other top... Oh, we have uh, the... What about the cats? Yeah, there's the, uh, the cat that trapped the family in Portland. It's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. That sounds like a Portland thing. <laughs> so what... Do you know the story? Do you know the full story? Yeah, so I mean, I guess this cat, 22-pound cat, a fat cat... Um, <laughs> It's it's been known to act up before, but I guess uh, their baby, a seven month old baby, like pulled its tail or something, and it got like upset and like you know hit the baby, so that they took the baby away. Like it didn't, the baby didn't really get hurt, but uh, so then the guy like kicked the cat in the butt or whatever, I guess, and then the like, cat just exploded and like was super pissed and like trapped him in the baby's room. And was just, like, going off. So they called, like, the police and said, like, our cat has trapped us in the thing. And that's how actually how it got reported first because the police put it on their police blog thing because they're, like, the captain was saying, like, I've heard lots of dogs, you know, going wild, but I've never heard of a wild cat. <laughs> and so, like, they came and, uh, you know, trapped it in a box thing for, for them or whatever. But I guess now they're keeping the cat and they're bringing it to cat therapy to uh, try to have it have less violent tendencies. So what? So why couldn't he just kick the cat again? I know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, 
it doesn't seem that hard to, you know, subdue a cat. I mean, yeah, just yeah, you it, can... it might get scratched or whatever, but it's not that bad. I mean, a dog can do way more damage. Yeah, uh, what, can't you just like you know throw out some catnip or get a laser gun, a laser pen? <laughs> know, right? Just like move yeah. it away from your, move it away from you. I mean, well, it'd be pretty scared. I don't think string. that I would be scared enough to like call the police. That's I, ridiculous. I just feel like these were wimpy Portland parents. Seriously, those Portlanders. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what they didn't tell you is that the reason why the cat was twenty-two pounds is it ate their first child. <laughs> right. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't mention that part. Yeah, they didn't mention that. And then also, cat therapy. Yeah. What, I mean, what is that? Can you do that? Yeah. What is? What do you do for a cat? They therapy? seem like the least able to go through therapy animal ever. Exactly. And first off, that cats are pretty much the worst animal ever. I know you're a cat lover, but they're selfish. I mean, well, there's crappy animals of all types, and I, like, but probably there's more crappy cats. Right, so I think the cat is just goes in there and just is like, whatever, fuck this <laughs> shit, blah. That would actually be a pretty funny Saturday Night Live skit with everyone dressed up in like the cat suits and just having cat therapy. Cat, yeah, could you imagine like uh, AA with a bunch of cats? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. So anyway, yeah, cats. I, I, I would that cat would be out the door if it scratched my kid. Out the door. I know, like, and they're keeping it? They said, like, oh, we've had it for so long now, we can't, you know, part of the family. Part of the, I guess this is like, the, you know, when a, a mom, as you have an abusive husband. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at the point, if you feel, if you're not able to take care of your cat without the police coming, I don't think that cat is for you. <laughs> like, it's okay if it's scratched and then, like, you catch it and then, like, it's like when you don't show a dog that you're its owner or whatever, it just, like, gets more crazy, you know? Right. This is this is like the Chris. It's the Chris Brown. They're they're Rihanna, and the cat is Chris Brown. They just it's like Rihanna. They keep taking that that shit. <laughs> they keep taking the shit. Right. Yeah. So I that cat would be dinner. It would be dinner. Yeah, I'd eat that cat. <laughs> I mean, it is twenty two pounds. That's a lot of meat. That's a lot of meat. Cat meat. Cat meat does not sound tasty. No, it does not. Cat meat. That's. Uh, the end of the world is nigh, and I, there's not a lot of things left. Am I going to eat a cat? I don't know. I'm probably not going to eat a cat. Yeah, I, I mean, as eating animals go, I would eat a dog before I would eat a cat. Well, dogs are bigger. Yeah, I mean, they just seem like they'd, I don't know, they're like more muscular or something? I don't know. And they don't have fur. Like, I don't know, their fur doesn't seem as bad either. So, you know, my dog Merlin, I love my dog. Yeah. I love him. I don't even eat meat. Sometimes I hold his leg up and I'm like, this could be tasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that my cat ever looks tasty. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I don't actually think that, but I do feel it. I'm like, I could see where people could eat this. <laughs> <laughs> it's understandable. So, yeah. All right, so let's get into our movie. Okay, Slumber so... party. Yeah, so just to give everyone reference, flame of reference, every week we do a feature called Review Roulette where we randomly pick a title on Netflix and uh, Fresher and, and Parlance, that's myself, review the oh, movie Fresher. the following yeah, week. Actually, yeah. didn't get that. And so last week we picked a, uh, a comedy, uh, Slumber Party. And uh, I, I, I can't... I, I don't... Yeah. pretty ridiculous. So let's go over the... Um... I'll read the summary again. 
just because after seeing it, it still makes sense and is horrible, but after being asked to house-sit at her rich uncle's home in Palm Springs for the weekend, sexy young Naomi plans a girls-only getaway with her best friends, but the fun really begins when her uncle's neighbor and his friends decide to crash the party. Okay, so fun never began in this movie. <laughs> I know. I thought it's, like... So they did get in at the end for, like, the last five minutes, and it was a party. But okay. I don't know. It was so, horrible. This is the first movie that we've watched that I think we, as in the Fresher and Parland show, have had more viewers. I don't think anyone's watched this movie ever. Ever. Yeah, no. I don't think so. It's really bad. It's really bad. Really like, I think that I could make a better movie than this without really trying. So, to put context around it, this was shot on, it seemed like, a Betamax. Yeah, it was, like, crabby. The lighting was horrible. Like, it wasn't jerky. I mean, it was a steady camera anyway, so, I mean, they had that going on. But, like, I don't know. It was, like, horrible everything. So, the direction was poor. The lighting was poor. The dialogue was poor. The acting was poor. The settings were terrible. Yeah, I mean, just their whole... Yeah, so... First, so it's the whole all the other people besides the uncle who lives there were um, from South Central, so like the super ghetto or whatever, like growing up in the hood, and uh, so they go over there and like, damn, this is a nice place, and it was a super crabby house, like it was not cool. To, to, I, here's the thing, I'm thinking contextually, like if you live in South Central, is any house seem like a mansion? Because they kept referring to it as a mansion, but I had just been to Palm Springs. We've talked about it on pre past episodes. Yeah. That was not a mansion of Palm Springs. That was a 1960s ranch house in yeah. Palm Springs. Okay? And it wasn't nice. Oh, also I mentioned the audio, also terrible. I yeah. can barely hear some of the words. And also, like, somewhere in the middle, it just started buzzing. I thought maybe it was uh, Netflix, but I'm pretty sure it was a movie. Um, I don't know if I had buzzing. There was, like, I a, a like a hum, you know, like if you didn't have your stuff grounded right. The movie was terrible, okay? Yeah. So, so there was a character that they were supposed to portray as stupid. Yeah, dude, that chick was so dumb. Well, okay, so the way they portrayed her as stupid, like her leading scene, she... She's eating cereal. Cereal, and she and instead of bringing her luggage, she takes the milk in the cereal bowl with yeah, her Yeah, because she can't decide, like, you know... Or also, when she's pouring it, like, milk or cereal? Which one should I do? <laughs> Oh, I didn't even get that. I didn't understand what she meant. Like, which one to put first? Yeah, she's like, yeah, she doesn't know how to make cereal. She's oh, trying to decide. And then she brings all of it, plus the bowl, out to the car. And it's like, where's your luggage? It's like, oh, sorry. You know, the thing is, I'm trying to wrap my head around... This plot was super simple. So there's a guy, like a yeah. lecherous, like, hip-hopper guy who does, like, a weird thing with his R's and stuff. Like, I know, that guy's, like, tongue... The thing was dumb, his role. So he sees these girls, and he kept calling it a bad girl party. And he's like, oh, you got to go. Um... <laughs> he keeps calling people, and no one knows who he is. He's like, I'm the ice cream man. Yeah. You know? And they're like, I don't know who you are. And then he calls these two in South Central. And yeah. he calls them up, and he's like, hey, it's me. And he's like, you got to get out here. There's a bad girl party. I know. They're like, they're like it's a bad girl party. We got to get out there. And then they're like, oh, we don't have bus money. We don't have this. Yeah, we don't so have like that. them getting to the party was basically half of the thing. And they didn't have a car. They didn't have money. And they had some bikes. And some kids stole it from them. And right. then they steal a car. Well, but that's the thing. They allow kids to steal their bikes, 
but and then they hijack they essentially carjack someone. I didn't so that was another thing I didn't like. They resorted to crime whenever they didn't know what to do. They're like But when, the chick just let him basically. I guess. But my point is if why would they hijack the they they carjack someone, why couldn't they defend themselves against kids with water guns? <laughs> and they were using fake gun and then took like I don't know, it was yeah, it was a horrible story. Well, then they them so then they carjack the car, and they're driving down the road, and then they get carjacked. Yeah. And then, and then there's the weirdest thing. And then some guy they see him walking or whatever, and this guy pulls over and he's like, "Yo, you need a ride?" And yeah, then it was the same one. That's what I'm saying. It was the same guy that carjacked them. Yeah, and they didn't recognize him. Nobody in the movie recognized anyone. Like. <laughs> There's so many times when, like, especially the guys when they did get in the house, like, pizza delivery guy or whatever, they didn't recognize him that he wasn't... Oh, and also they came in... The stripper, right? You like the stripper guy. I thought he was the best character of the whole movie. He was, like, yeah, he was also ridiculous. I think the best character in the whole movie was the weed delivery guy. Weed delivery guy was good. He was, like, the only one who was, like, a normal person, basically. Um... So the week... But anyways, when they when they go in with the stripper guy and they start stripping and they have like, they have like basically t-shirts wrapped on their face with like the thing cut out so like they have face masks. Yeah, they look. They like... come in and they're dancing and whatever, and then like they take them off and they're like, "Wait, you're those guys? Get yeah, they, out of here!" They look like the Hamburglar. The yeah, movie. it was. Yeah. That was super dumb. And then like she trips over the guy outside and the dumb chick. Well, no. And what was up with the chick? Like they were like all freaking out because one of them said she's a lesbian. That oh, was, I know. Like, five minutes. The, uh, yeah, well, so also you know when they she's like, I know what we need to do. We need to go put on a dress and trash that shit. Yeah, and then they didn't even do it. <laughs> they cut it, but they, they put lipstick on it. That's it. Dude, uh, this movie was an abomination. It yeah, was. Yeah, it was super ridiculous. It is the worst film I've ever seen in my life. Also, the fight scene when they steal that pizza chick's stuff, and she beats them up, that was horrible. And they still had the push, like punching noises Oh, the, the really bad punching noises. <laughs> that was like the worst fight scene ever. <laughs> oh my god, it was terrible. Okay, so prototype whatever, XB or whatever that movie we watched that we were like, this is yeah, a terrible Yeah, and then I thought it was kind of okay, because it had like, the scenery or whatever was kind of cool. So that had this movie, that movie, prototype movie, the first like whatever number two or whatever that we yeah. did. That movie was like freaking Citizen Kane. Yeah, that movie was way good. Oh, also though, the chick's uh, spray bottle of homemade pepper spray. Oh yeah, and oh, dude, this movie. But she was using it as mouthwash. Also, I, I so can't. she sprayed it on herself. Ugh. And she was stealing like their stuff. That was dumb. Uh, that chick was the worst. The party one. So the scene that was funny is when the fat guy comes in and he's all dirty because he got mace and he couldn't see and the dumb girl likes him so she's like, I'm going to take you upstairs and take care of you. And you're like, oh, finally we're going to see some nudity, something redeeming. <laughs> yeah. No, no nudity. She gives him french fries and then a hamburger that was found in the backseat of a car. And he says all these french fries taste like pubes and then he eats them all. And he eats them all and he eats the cheeseburger and meanwhile, she's just, like, dancing. Yeah, she's basically so, giving him, like, a lap dance. But not on his lap. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It wasn't really on it. And then, then they smoke the, the dope. Yeah. And they, they say, let's get high and play dominoes, which I don't even know. Is that a thing? Is that I know. that No, they played strip dominoes, which I didn't know was a thing. That's weird. 
Okay, I totally forgot. I spaced on the... You're right. I was like, strip dominoes, what? And the fat guy was the only guy that didn't lose. He was winning. Yeah. So then at the end, the, the, the there were twins, but they looked nothing alike. One was tall, one was fat. Yeah, I mean, that, um, I think that was supposed to be a thing. And I, then they just get in and like, all right, now we're in, let's party. Oh, with the ice cream. They got in. That was the plan that finally worked. Well, here's the ice cream, man. Sell ice cream. And then also, I thought the pot was going to go somewhere because that rap guy calls up. Yeah. He's dropping the beats, and he's like, I'm just going over there. And I then, know, I was like, fine. Because he tried to do it the other way, like, you know. You know, who, who's this, like, the, what's his name? He, like, played the other way. He didn't know who it was. Yeah, what was his joke, though? Like, oh, yeah, he had something. I don't know. It was a dumb joke. Did I, write, I didn't write it down. He's like, I, it was something like, you know, are you hanging? You know, I'm hanging up. Something like that. It was, like, really terrible. <laughs> something like that. Pretty also, much- the dumb chick, like, one of the other things to be dumb was uh, she made her skin soft by peeing on it. Oh, dude, the movie was terrible. There was that was one, dumb. There was no- also, when they put the... I thought it was funny, like, when they put the feet on the table. It was, like, that dumb 90s furniture with the glass top and, like, the gold, like, rims. She's like, that's an antique table. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, antique. Yeah, maybe, like, made in the 90s. This, I know. This film was the worst. It was the, the worst. worst. It was super horrible. I, I, I like, I... At 30 minutes in, I, like, checked... It felt like forever. Like, I, it did not go anywhere. <laughs> was, me, I was like, damn, that was only 30 minutes. <laughs> it was 75 <laughs> minutes long. I swear, I at at 65 minutes, I felt I'd watched that movie for three hours. I was like, <laughs> I, 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 at one hour, I hit the button to check the time on the, the you know, the scroller. Yeah. And it, was, I was like, and it was like 60 minutes. I was like, I've, God, this is terrible. Yeah, most of the scenes were just like them in like whatever, like, situation they were supposed to be in, like, in the living room or whatever, and just, like, saying dumb stuff. Like, it was not... I don't think it was scripted. I think, like, okay, just hang out and talk about stuff or whatever. And then at the end, they had, like, the now what are these people doing section, like, you know, she marketed her homemade pepper spray or whatever, and, like... (laughs) That was horrible. He got a job and is now... He moved out of his mama's house, and he, uh... He was trying to get money for a ring or Diamond something. Diamond ring, yeah. Now, look, if the if these guys, look, maybe they were from the South Central, and they shot it on a Betamax, and they were this was going to be their conquer. Good for them. They yeah. They had a project, they saw it through, and they finished it. But what a piece of garbage. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, this is the... We were talking about this earlier. I forgot what the topic was, but... Um, Something is good when you look at like what they had to do it or whatever, but I mean, you sh- if it's not good, no matter what they had to do it with, it's not good. I normally I'm a sucker for pet projects of people like this show or podcast. People do it for fun; they don't get paid. It's a passion project. Yeah, no, I mean it is cool when you look at it that way, but it doesn't mean that it's really good. Yeah, so normally I give leeway on that in my opinion of it. I'm telling you right now. I am not giving my leeway on this. There is no leeway on this. <laughs> this is a big steaming pile of... I know. I feel like I made like high school project videos that were better than this. Oof, terrible. Terrible. All right. So it's time for a rating. Yeah, I'm just straight up zero. Zero? I'm, I said I would never get a zero. I was wrong. This is All a right. zero. Zero. 
Hmm. And by the way, people, this is out of a one, uh, a zero to uh, one to ten. Yeah. Oh yeah. Explaining the rating, zero yeah. to ten or one to ten, I guess. So if it's one and, to ten, uh, it's, a one. Five, it's a one. Anything over five, you would rewatch, and anything under five, you wouldn't rewatch. So, so if it's one to ten, Jeremy, I have to give it a one. But I'm uh, giving. I think some, that's better. Yeah. Because if we ever make a graphic for this, I'd like to have a set amount so we can fill it in. So you're giving it a one? I think I'm going to give it a two. Oh, I can't believe it. Just because, uh, I mean, that's what I had already pre-decided I was going to give it a two. But, I mean, it was super was horrible, and it was pretty much the worst movie ever. But I feel like I don't feel strongly enough about it to give it a one. I need to, like, leave some leeway. I, I can't give it any leeway. I can't give it any leeway. There's I mean, no, like, not, not, not giving the movie leeway. I'm giving my future, uh, I'm not 100% positive that this is the worst movie that I'll ever see. I, do you want to wager money on that? Well, then I could just pick and lie and say the one was worse. Okay. <laughs> I, I just can't imagine. It's, about, it's an opinion anyways. Right. I mean, this is, so the one viewer who's on right now, if you want to watch the worst movie ever made. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we were just talking the... The Room, or whatever, is supposedly the worst. I, you know what? Your friend Todd has not seen this film. Cause the he room, hasn't. It's true. People go to see The Room as, like, ironic and have fun, blah, blah, it's blah. True. There's This is not going to have a cult following. This no, is like, this definitely won't. This Because it's technically it's a piece of crap. The, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, don't, I could not rewatch this. I mean, maybe I would, like, have someone watch it, but I don't think I'd sit down and watch it with someone. No, because the, it's incomprehensible. It's the worst. You, there's dialogue. The people are talking to you like, what are they saying? I can't, <laughs> what do they look like? Why are they all black? What, like, not black, like the color of their skin, but the lighting is so dark. Yeah, the lighting was You horrible. can't even see the freaking, their faces. The chick even brought it up at the beginning. She's like, this place is so dark. It's like, we'll turn the lights on. And then, like, they brought it up, like, four or five times. I know. I think it was, they probably filmed that after the fact, and they're like, shit. This freaking <laughs> movie is so dark. We just gotta put some scenes in. I know, they had, like, zero lighting. They never cut oh, away. Also, the directing was terrible. They never cut away. I was going to point out that the it was a different time of the day in the same scenes sometimes. So, you know, it was, like, it was the daytime, but, like, sometimes it would be kind of evening, like, yeah, in the same scene. It was continuity. It was continuity. It was a, everything was terrible about it. It was. Everything. There was not one redeeming quality. I... Like, even when I, we're like, the one thing, like, the funny line where he said, like, are you hanging? Because I'm hanging up or whatever. Like, we can't even remember that line, and that was probably the most memorable line. Like I said, the guy, the, the male gigolo who comes in, who's kind of like an Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he was the only one who was, like, actually a good character. Yeah, and he had, like, the soul glow, but they didn't explain him. They didn't, he just showed up. You didn't know he was the male gigolo. Well, I mean, that one chick called someone. Right, she called someone, but there was no, like, he, they didn't show the person on the phone, like, be right over. They yeah. didn't do any of that shit. He just showed up in a Lincoln. That's true. It was just terrible. It was just terrible. It was really bad. Oh, God. All right. So what should we pick for the next one? I don't know. What we did, uh, we've been doing comedies. You want to continue on that trend? Oh, yeah. Right. Is there a specific genre of comedy you're looking at today, Jeremy? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, late night? Wait, what? 
How did I get in late night comedies? That's late night comedy. You were probably looking for something a little later to watch. Choose. Oh no! Now I'm just. In, let's just do comedy. So basic comedy. No subgenre. Seventeen seven hundred and thirteen titles. Okay. Boom! Clicked. Oh, so I got a I got a stand up. Oh, I did too. Want to redo that? Yeah, I don't think it, reviewing a stand up is not going to be that cool. Yeah, that's not fun. Okay, I got one cool. now. All right, what I got? I'll read mine first. Okay. I got MILF. MILF? Yes. Frustrated by a lack of success in finding girlfriends of their own age, a quartet of college nerds discovers the exhausting joys of dating older women until one of them crosses the line by dating his pal's mother. <laughs> that one sounds pretty good, I think. But mine is uh, Stark Raving Mad. I can't... The, judging from the cover, that's, I don't know about this... But, the summary, 2-bit hustler Ben McGowan uh, hatches a scheme to pay off his dead brother's debt by stealing a priceless Chinese statue stored in a bank vault. To get to the artifact, Ben and his hapless cohorts stage a rave in the club next to the bank. That doesn't sound right. I think yours sounds way better. All right, MILF. It's, it gets a 3.0. It's from 2010. This one got 3.4 and is from 2002. So how long uh, is it? How many times has it been queued? Because this one's only been queued 1,712 times. This one's been queued uh, 329 times. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we should look at how many that that other movie, Sleeping Sleepover, was queued. Oh yeah, I know. Wait, what's the um? Okay, I'm I'm backing up in the Sleepover. Queued by 58 people. <laughs> yeah, we have we have way more views than that. We have, oh, we... that's true. We do have more views. Than that. Yes, we beat a uh, Netflix movie. <laughs> woo! Thanks, everyone. <laughs> High fives. High five. Woo! 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 Sorry. Let's do MILF. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Anything else you wanna to cover off on before we say goodnight? Let's see. Um, just you know. Living it up. Springtime almost. When does spring start? Uh, March 23rd. Oh, that's kind of far. Well, it's 10 days away. That's not very far at all. Cool. Well, I guess, yeah, that's that's about it. That's about it for tonight, folks. All right. Well, uh, it's been fun. Um, it's been real, but it hasn't been real fun. All right. So, uh, oh, hey this, this is Fresher signing off. And this is Parland saying, have a good weekend, and we'll check you next week for our Baker's Dozen episode. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs>